and welcome back for a new series of Tilly at Home With. Since the last series, I've set up a new business, Asia Botanicals, and I've been studying natural perfumery, which I'm really loving. But it's so great to be back doing the podcast. I've got loads of super interesting guests coming on, so thank you so much for tuning in. On that note, my first guest is PMAC. PMAC is a personal trainer and a very respected fitness influencer. You can find him on Instagram at PMAC Fitness, where he motivates and inspires his followers through his uplifting and to the point attitude. PMAC encourages people to live an active lifestyle and has helped men and women from all ages and sizes reach their fitness goals. What a treat to have you as a guest on the podcast. You're welcome. PMAC, he's a legend. <laughs> it's really funny, I showed my husband a picture of you. He's like, Jesus, he's a beast. <laughs> I like to think that. I think that's a compliment coming from another guy, isn't it? Yeah, a beast. A beast. Beast, beast mode. Yeah. yeah. And good. have you always, um, so have you always been super fit or did you start off with bodybuilding, did you, and then moved into fitness? Or no, that? I was um, skinny, so they say. Skinny boy wanted to meet, meet more girls. So the, the way forward was to get a good body. So I've never done fitness in a sense of, I wanted to get more, I think it can say more confident, but I thought if I have a good body, I can get all the girls. Yeah. Sim- simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good motivation. Yeah. So you've been, you started that quite young then? 16. 16, yeah. Yeah. And did you, because I guess a lot of boys are quite skinny, did, is it possible to get to a good size if you're naturally quite skinny? Is it harder work? No, I think what, I see a lot of before and after pictures on, on social media, and what makes me laugh about them is that they refer back to their 16-year-old person and to who they are today. And with time, your body, your bones get bigger, you, you get bigger. So you're always going to be a certain size at 16 and you're never going to be that size at 24, 25 because your body develops into something else. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You get much stronger anyway, don't you? You yeah. see that, yeah, you get like yeah, more, more bones, basically, bigger bones, yeah. 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 So that's cheating in the before and after from that age, Massive, yeah. I, I just laugh. I'm like, I might do myself just to see... Let people see, oh my God, you've done well. I haven't done well, I've just grown up. Yeah, yeah. So that's good, actually, because a lot of kids, it's quite, you can be quite insecure as a teenager about your body. Yeah. But I think it's, it's funny, with the other, maybe it's the other way for girls as well, because I was always super skinny when I was a yeah. kid. And then suddenly you start getting your period, you get boobs, and you stop going, you stop being at school, so you're not like going doing, you know, mm. exercise at school. And then you start drinking and mm. eating rubbish. And I put on loads of weight as a, like in my late teens. Mm because I just kind of went from being a kid into a, a woman and then you have to like shift yeah. it around, don't you? But girls nowadays, um, they're not ugly no more at, at, at 14, 15, which is quite sad because they all look pretty now. Yeah. And, you, and, and then they're not, because back in my days, they always, you always used to see before and after pictures and you see girls who were ugly in the sense of like the ugly duckling and now they're blossomed to be amazing. Yeah. But nowadays girls, you don't get that no more. Yeah. Everyone just perfect straight away. Do you think that's social media then that's made yeah, them definitely. really aware of it? De- definitely. Yeah, I would see that because I used to scruff around looking like shit pretty yeah. much um, as a young girl. Yeah. Didn't really care what I wore, never wore any makeup. Mm. But no one was taking pictures of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. But it's quite sad because they'll never look back and say, they might look back and say, oh my God, how did I look like that? But they'll never look back and say, oh my God, I had places, I had this, I had that, yeah. look at me now. Yeah, or maybe they'll look back to being 12 rather than like 14, 15, yeah. yeah. 
so with your with your clients would you say because obviously you've got some really fabulous clients mm. what makes the difference with the one-on-one would you think massively one-on-one on anything for me personally i'm the sort of guy who needs that social interaction with someone even i'm doing this mentoring course and it's online and i find it hard to just tell myself like even though i could be at home right now tell myself to switch off and watch it switch off and watch it because when you're at home online you get distracted yeah and even that now i'm here i'm at home and i'm very distracted because i wanted to come home i wanted to clean up i wanted to do this i wanted to do that but if i was in the gym all that erase yeah i'm outside with someone else all that goes away because i'm focusing on the session because i'm with someone so i find if i've got if i'm doing something on a zoom or even on a something that's recorded you can think oh the phone's ringing i'm just going to answer that or yeah. Or someone's at the door, I'm going to stop. Or actually, I've only got for 10 minutes, I'm going to... Yeah. You know, but you would never do that if you're in a one-to-one. It's, the difference is massive, actually, isn't yeah. it? Massive. Um, I've, I, get, I get deliveries when I'm doing a yoga class. I'm participating in yoga class. Like, I might do just half the yoga class yeah. because, you know, I don't want to be on the mat for about an hour and a half. Yeah. I might just say, cool, what, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some food in the oven, yeah. start doing yoga, keep checking on the way so when my yoga class finishes I have the food ready yeah but you can't do that if you're one to one yeah so maybe in the way the thing to do about working out at home is to not is to think right I'm just going to do 20 minutes at home yeah or like 10 minutes a day or you know something that not don't try and do what you would do in a class or a one to one yeah definitely most definitely um, even because when you go to a class the first thing you realise is how much harder you're working yeah. When I started back at yoga, my first class was tough in the sense of I knew what to do, my body could do it, but the intensity level of doing it at that in at their time other than my time wasn't tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, because I think that's what the thing about trying to get fit is that you try for a bit, but actually it takes much longer than everyone thinks, right? So yeah. it takes three months or four, I mean for me it takes like three or four months to actually even start to see much of a difference mm-hmm. and I think that if if you weren't fit as a person or you hadn't done any fitness and you've said right I'm going to get fit within a couple of weeks you haven't seen any difference people are going to lose the motivation yeah um people need I think every single person in this whoever's trained need a trainer or a partner um and Many people will watch and say, yeah, but I can't afford a trainer. Whether you can or can't afford a trainer, you still need a trainer because we, I go to the gym. I go to one of those cheap gyms. Yeah. And you can see that a lot of these guys or people do not know what they're doing. So they waste, they think they're, they're saving money not getting a trainer, but they're actually wasting money if you're not getting a trainer because they'll go to the gym for 18 months and within 18 months, they might get a little bit of results and they put off it because everything's taking so long. But if they've got a trainer for two for two months or three months, that 18 months they spend in the gym time-wise, they can use that time to do other stuff and that trainer will probably got there where they are in 18 months in about a month. Yeah, you know, that's interesting you said that because I was thinking exactly that. It's not like you're saying you need to have a personal... I mean, of course, we'd all love to have a personal yeah. trainer for our whole life. Mm. But actually, if you... It's really important to be fit. It's really important to have energy yeah. and for your self-esteem. Actually, you're right. You just If you just work with someone, say, for six weeks, yeah. and went, right, I'm going to invest in this six weeks, two or three times a week, I don't know what you would say. 
Like you, you would like really reach a good level, wouldn't you? Yeah, because even today, I went to the gym by myself. Now I was going to go to two gyms. I was going to go to another gym in Shoreditch or another gym in Camden. Camden's a bit further. So I went to Camden one knowing that I might see my friend there. And he was there and we trained together. And just training with him, I would say my workout intensity went up by 50%. Yeah. So that's the other thing to do is get someone on, involved with you. Yeah, yeah get yeah. someone on board. Not, and the person you get involved can't be unfit like you. No. It just can't be like I've seen. I, I've seen girls go to the gym, men go to the gym, and they literally train each other. I'm like, you guys are just wasting your time. You're, yeah. just, you're just here for chit chat. Yeah. And good, have a chat, but I understand you're not doing nothing. Yeah. You two to go. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's funny because people think they don't have time to do it. So what you're saying is, actually, use your time really wisely, invest it in yourself, yeah. and then see results quickly. And then once you get to a point where it feels normal to be fitter. Yeah. It's easier to maintain, right? Yeah. And everyone has time. Like, let's be honest, everyone has time. We just choose where we delegate our time. If you were to go to hospital today and your husband said to you an hour ago, oh, I didn't have time, I'm sure he would cut off everything he's doing to come see you in hospital because yeah. to make sure you're okay. Like, we all have time when it's needed, but we choose to say we don't have time because we can use the excuses of the kids. I've got this, I've got that going on, I'm so tired. But at the end of the day, we all have time if we really want time. We just choose what we, we dedicate it. It's actually, it's one of those things that actually really annoys me when people say they don't have time to do that. Because mm. it's just bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's complete. <laughs> it, 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 no, it, it is because um, when it comes to things like time, like time is the most precious commodity out there. And most people waste their time. Like if I don't drink to the point of a hangover anymore. No. Because... When I used to do that, I realised that I would drink on a Saturday night, then Sunday finished. Yeah. That Sunday don't talk to me. Like, if I'm out, I'll yeah. be grumpy. And I realised that I'm actually living for six days now, not, not seven days, because I'm spending my, su- my Sunday in bed, or you can't talk to me, or you can't communicate with me. I'm getting up late. So I realised that I do have time. I just have to make sure that if I do go out for a drink, I drink to a reasonable state that I can actually get up tomorrow morning and do still do stuff. So some people who say they don't have time will go out and get drunk and after you can't communicate with them on Monday. So they've, they've, they've lost out on, let's say, 36 hours of, yeah. of their lives. I know that's really interesting. I, that, that's a big thing for me now as well. It's like you're not getting the high highs that you might feel yeah. of the madness of drinking and partying and all that, but you're not getting the low lows. Yeah. And the low lows for me are like yeah. crucifying, actually. So yeah, you have to just decide, don't you? Like, yeah. okay, what the low lows doing? are the worst. Like, <laughs> when you're at home, and you're feeling sorry for yourself, and you're saying, "Oh my god, I'm single, and I'm doing this. What's wrong with me?" And after they know, you're like, it's literally the emotions that go through your mind. Your mind, you like, you start, you start questioning yourself on every single level. He's got that much, and I need to get that much. What's wrong with me? Why am I drinking for? And it's literally it's a vicious circle. And you, you do it every single day, and you start getting a Monday. You feel good on Monday, then after Tuesday comes, then Wednesday comes, then Thursday you start to slip. Friday, that's it, because Bob from the office has bought donuts in. Then mm. Saturday, that's it, you're out. Then Sunday, you start again in bed. I, lo- I really laughed with one of your videos about um, that you did <laughs> about the rewards. Yeah. And, it, and you like, <laughs> and it's you obviously yeah. playing your, you know, the, the other character. Yeah. And you've got like a pillow stuffed in your tummy, yeah. and you're like, you're going. You're going, yeah, well, it's the weekend, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm just rewarding myself. And then you as the trainer go, 
rewarding yourself. You've been rewarding yourself for 35 years. <laughs> that's why you're in this mess. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And when I do those characters, the reason why they work for me is because it's, it's all true. It's all true. And, and what, the, what we come to a state in the world where we can't actually say the, say the truth. But what I realise is if I play myself, you can't can't have go at me. I can be whoever I want. You can do it. What? Yeah, you can say what you want, and it's it's really funny as well though because I think that is a lot. I remember when I started like a couple of years ago, I was getting married. I was like, I worked with a friend of mine who was training to get fit. Yeah. I was like, right, we're getting fit, and then I'd be like, right, but the weekend I'm going to just chill, mm. and then I suddenly realised. So weekend for, for me was then Friday evening, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, eating, drinking, not necessarily drinking a lot, but eating more stuff, you know, and yeah. I suddenly, hang on, I see, I'm only really training for four days and I've got three days, like I'm not getting anywhere really. Yeah. I was building muscle, but I wasn't seeing any results because I was just then eating loads of shit at the weekend, you know. Yeah. End of the day, it, it's never the training's fault. Oh no, and, and, As much fault. as people say, always, yeah, yeah, but you didn't give me the right guidance. It doesn't matter what the trainer says to you, the training could be the worst training in the world. And if you don't take care of yourself on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's like, Fourteen in a week, out of sixty, out of hundred percent. I realised that. I was like, right, okay, well, maybe just one day I'll yeah. do that. Yeah. But I mean, maybe would you say even don't even bother with one day? Like I don't, even, I don't even think don't. I, I, I never, I don't like say have a cheat day or or vouch. I just say if you crave something right now, just have it, deal with it, and move on. Because it's easier to have something right now than to wait till the weekend, then binge, and after you just keep on binging and binging and binging. But if you if you have a craving and you really really want that craving, eat that. I promise you, after that, after you eat that, after you eat that, that craving's gone. Yeah, that's and, all, and, and all you've done is just eating something that that you craved. Then after that, the weekend comes and you don't need that as much as you thought you did. Yeah. And you, then you start eating normal again. That's true. Rather than a sort of like binge re- restrict, binge restrict, yeah. it's pretty unhealthy. That actually, and, isn't it? And also on a weekend, I, I believe most people move less on the weekend. So if you think about it. In, in mathematic terms, it's like you should eat the worst or you, or however bad you want to eat on the days you move more. Why would you eat bad on the days you, eat, you move less? Yeah, that's interesting because that, that was uh, another thing I, I looked that you were saying. I think it was one of your Instagrams as well about how like if people are not getting the results that they want, and you were saying, but you're only training an hour a day. The yeah. rest of the hour, what are you doing the rest of the days? Mm. And I was, especially with people working from home a lot more, like we used to, even me coming to see you today, I was like, oh, I can't get on the tube, I'm walking here. Yeah. You know, like that's a, that's a bit of exercise, right, that yeah. we haven't been doing. So people in a way need to do more now, do you, would you say? Yeah, um, what um, people who put on weight during COVID have, have totally forgot is that you used to walk to the pub, you used to walk to the drink, you used to stand up in the pub, you used to do all this. So everything you used to do had involved in action. But now you're at home, and yeah. you don't want to do nothing, so you walk to the, to the kitchen, get a drink, sit down. Whereas when you're at the pub, you're sitting down, you're engaging, like you're talking, it takes energy. Tennis want to get out of your way, it takes energy. Like getting a drink, it takes energy. Like walking from here, like, I've done it from when I was drunk and I walked from Camden to like, Old Street, to Old Street home, and, like I was drunk and, like, and I felt great for the morning. And so all that stuff that you used to do when you, before COVID, has completely stopped. And now, and now all you're doing, you, yeah, you, you can eat healthy. But if you can eat healthy, but if you're not burning or you're eating, then still you're still going to put on Yeah. Weight. So would you think like get a skipping rope or something or to do something like add, add a few more look, sort of 
carb becoming not carbs what do you call that exercise that's not weight training cardio, cardio. <laughs> um no i'll just say like be very mindful about what you're eating now yeah it has to change it has to change because of your lifestyle and if you want to eat more understand that you have you're even important weight or yeah. you need to move more yeah to, to make it equal it's interesting isn't it when with them because i'm 48 and I, i'm quite fit i reckon yeah. i like to think i'm quite fit I'm not I'm getting them there mm. I go through sort of stages of it like do you think there's a thing about age and it's more difficult to put on muscle is it a bit of a myth is it like bingo wings I really don't want bingo wings yeah. I don't want stubborn belly fat but that's, those are the things that you hear about like getting into your sort of late 40s 50s but I think that's happened from the old lifestyle because now that I look at women who are 48 and 50 I'm saying like I, I would go there like um, women who've taken care of themselves, like I go to yoga a lot, and I see that I turn like, wow, like I will date you, I will physically yeah. will date you, and I think we've gone past, or we should, not yet, but people women who are in their forties and their fifties and their sixties are still looking great. It's just that it's that, like an old myth in a way, isn't it's, it? It's an old myth which is still getting passed down. Yeah. Because I can think of one woman who goes to my class, and I'm like, yeah, like she's 55, 60 and I'm like. Yeah, she's fit. I like you're fit, and I would, I would definitely go there. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sure she'd love it. And and so so and after it's just because I've been taught or we've been taught that you get the 40, 50, That's it. Things start to go south, but don't. But silly, yeah. yeah. Because I have loads of energy, and yeah. I think I can. I think it's just it can be a bit of an excuse. Yeah. Because you're thinking. You know, oh yeah, well it's belly, it's my belly, it's like hormonal, but then it's like, yeah, but how many sit-ups are you doing? What are you eating? Yeah. Actually, you know, if you did everything to the max and then you still have belly fat, maybe. Yeah. I think it's like a bit of a kind of yes. excuse in a way. Uh, even the older you get, um, the more your kids become your slave. The more your kids? Become your slave. Oh yeah. And what I mean by that, it's not been that physical slave, like my mum used to do to me, like, Peter, go and get the water for me. Go yeah. and get the shop for me. Like you, you stop moving a little bit less and less and less yeah. and less, and your kids start doing more stuff for you than you thought you were. So they, they become your slaves. And <laughs> people will say, "Mom, that's so really wrong with you." But let's be honest. Like most of the kids nowadays, when they, until they get to about 15, 16, are the parents' slaves. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. He said that. But you know what? I think it's a good thing because another on when I was on my way here, I was thinking about kids as well with all the gaming and. Like when I was young, if I wanted to see my friends, I had to get out and yeah. go there and go and meet them. And then they might not be there. You didn't know where they were. You have to find them, looking for a rave mm. around the M25 somewhere. You know, we yeah. were like active. Nowadays, they just look on Snapchat maps. They can see they've got 100 friends within three minutes and they'll just FaceTime them. And they're not maybe being so active, would you say? I think kids, like, the biggest problem would be in 10 years um, would be posture. Yeah. And uh, the best job, to, the next job, the next big job to have to be on posture. Yeah, that's interesting. What, because of tech neck? Because everyone like this. Yeah. Everyone like that. Everyone's, everyone's head down, down in the sky. And gaming is such a financially rewarding business now that everyone's getting into it. Yeah. And all the kids will be like this, like that, and like that. And you give it five, six years, and all those gamers will have to start seeing osteos. And after once they make it famous, everyone can start seeing osteos. That's interesting, isn't it? Because you're very stuck in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not moving around, so would you, do you think they're not as fit as, as no, these we? No. Def, def, do you know what? I say definitely not, but there are kids out there who I see and I'm like, these kids are like on YouTube and they're, they're practicing what they see the heroes doing. Even that 
Cristiano Ronaldo move with a Coke thing. Literally, it cost Coke 4.2 billion just for him moving that. And a lot of kids decided from that point that I'm not drinking fizzy drinks. So That's are, great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, so, so there are kids out there who are like following what Ronaldo said or following what this person says, but there are kids out there who are following the gaming route. The gaming route, yeah. Yeah. And the game's actually kind of created to be like reward-based, so you keep wanting to do that level, that level, that yeah. level, yeah. Yeah. Now for me, I, I remember watching playing GTA and I think there was one in, in London or another game and after the reason why it kept me there because I, I knew the streets that I was, that, that I was driving on or shooting oh, people yeah. at so I was like oh my god I know this area I know yeah. this area so that's what's key that, that's what kept me there and uh, yeah and, and also they haven't been with like a lot of the sports are not happening right so a lot of the sort of uh, amateur sports have been cancelled mm. this year too so it's like I mean the fitness levels probably dropped for the whole country in a way yeah massively yeah. dropped for the whole country but it just um, after the Euros it just shows that you've got money Money, money can do anything. How do you mean? Because the semi-finals have sixty thousand fans. But you need it's three hundred quid a ticket. Is it? So, or something like that, is yeah, it? Yeah, or maybe yeah. more. Maybe more. That, but just probably but, more for the semi-finals. But actually. it just shows that um, the government only cares about money, and they only really, really want the sixty thousand fans because if it bringing more money into the into the country, so it's nothing to do with COVID. It's all about money. I know it's it's bizarre, that isn't it? Like you can't go to like someone was posting today. You can't go to your kid's sports day. But they can, you can yeah, have 65 fans at Wembley. Like, yeah. no, I think that's what a lot of people are finding. It's just not adding up. Like, why are people wearing masks outside? Why are the kids still having to wear masks at school and on the bus? It's like, come on, this is enough now, you know? I, I stopped wearing masks a long time ago. And I openly say that just because of the fact of if masks were so effective, they would have been, they would have been locked down. No, me too. I don't wear them. I just say I'm exempt. Yeah. I don't, and, and I just think, I see so many people not wearing masks now, and I say, what are you doing? Like on the tube today, everyone was wearing masks. I was like, what are you all so afraid of? Like, yeah. come on. And that's the thing about fitness and health now. And I feel like the government should have been much more pushing the benefits of yeah. being fit, being healthy. Let, let, there's going to be loads of viruses, right? You're going to, you might get in, into a, um, a car crash and you're going to need to repair your body. Like, things happen, right? Yeah. But you, if you're fit and healthy, you've got a big chance of... Yeah. The government isn't... The police isn't fit himself. No. <laughs> so you can't tell, ask a man to, to give advice or something that he knows nothing about. No. Like, he... Yeah, it's good for the press when he's, they see him running once yeah. or twice. But let's be honest, he's a stake. Yeah. For a man of power... Like you don't look at him and say, do you know what? One day I'll be part of this and be as strong as him. Yeah. Like Tony Blair was in good shape. Yeah. Um, but Barack Obama was in good shape. You look at those men like you like, that's what power looks like. Yeah. He doesn't look, he doesn't look very well, does he? No. Well, he doesn't look, well, and he got ill, and he got really sick, right? Because he was overweight and yeah. he, he suffered really badly. Like he had COVID and I had COVID too, but in January, which no one knew about. And when I had COVID is, I didn't realize I had it. One thing that kept me going was I kept moving. Yeah. I just kept moving, and so I had. I felt like I was dying in the inside, but I just kept moving. I just kept yeah. moving. I kept moving. I kept moving. I yeah. kept moving, and I just got rid of it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're healthy and yeah. fit already. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. Like a mask is. You'd be better off looking after your health than wearing a mask at this point. I would say. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. One million percent. It's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and lots of benefits. Yeah. And what about like with uh, with young trainers now? Would you what would you say to people who want to sort of have a career in this industry? Obviously, you know you've been you're very successful yourself. Yeah. Take it takes time. 
it takes time even t- to today at my age been there 14 years I'm always changing it for example I won't train anyone no more for one-off session whereas I've been there for 10 years oh you're saying no more one- one-offs no more one-offs so if you're, you're booking me you book a package and it's done yeah because I'm just tired of I get there'll be some people I might let enter because if you come from America or you come here but if you're just booking me just for one to see how I am I'm not interested. Everything is a project. If you're, you want to work with me, I want to make sure that it's a project and yeah. you commit to that project. All, all my packages have to relate to project. I'm not here for one-off sessions. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, yeah, the money's good for one-off, but one, one hour session that's going to give me good money isn't going to give me the financial freedom I need if I book you for a package and get you your goals and after your friends see what I've done and after I get them as a client. So it's all about for me getting the package. And and you know what and people committing to it and yeah, investing in it. And then you can see some results, right? Yeah. Otherwise yeah. it's no fun. Yeah. For me for me like I've always said like it's a results business. Yeah. Massively. Um and the way you look, hundred percent, the way you feel, hundred percent. But people buy into what you look before and what you and what you are too many people are scared to say, you know what, I just want to look good. Like everything, oh yeah, you know, I just want to feel good. No, I, I want to look good. I want to look good. Every single day I wake up, I go to the gym. I don't go to the gym to, to feel good. I go to the gym to look good. Yeah. Then feel good. And that makes you feel good. Yeah yeah. 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 Well, you do. You look in the mirror and you go, oh, I'm looking very good. Yeah. Brilliant. Literally, like everything I do is about me looking good first. And yeah. after, if I look good, I can, okay, cool. Now, yeah. I look, now, now I look good. And, and tell me about the yoga, because you look like, that's a, that's brilliant that you do yoga as well. Yeah. Because obviously a lot of people that are working out in gyms, yeah. you can get quite stiff. Yeah, so with the yoga, same same situation with the gym. I started doing yoga to me girls. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Big Crim Yoga, Queen's Crescent, 2009. 2009. My friend said to me, if you go to this yoga class, most girls are half naked. And they'll love you because you've got a great body. <laughs> And, and there's not many guys there. And, and to be fair, they're, 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 in a class of 30, there'll be like four guys, one, one or two will be married, one will be gay. So literally, the options are literally like in your favour, <laughs> massively. And even to the point of like, I had a, a guy ask me out because literally it's, it's rare for a guy to be in, be in there. And so I started in yoga, three days into it, Michelle Panetta told me, if you continue going to yoga for a long period of time, you're going to see, you're going to pass all these these women in front of you. And I think that's what kept me going. And I just kept, enough, I just kept getting better at it. And after, I always wanted to do the splits. And after, I, I achieved that. And after, I wanted to do a back bend. And I achieved that. And after, I was like, do you know what? This, I actually feel good doing all this stuff. I can actually do more. So now when I do yoga, like, I don't, like if you're, in, if you're in the yoga class next to me and I know that you're a slim dancer, I'll stand next to you just to com- compare myself to you. Mm. And that's and after that, that's what I love about yoga is that people don't expect what I can do. They're always shocked about what I can do. And that gives me that, that gives my ego a, great, a, a massive boost. I'm not gonna lie here and say, yeah. But, but when, when people seem to do the splits, like, how are you doing that? You're so big. I'm like, yeah, you've, you've worked on it. You've worked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so the, the flexibility actually, that's the nice thing about yoga. I think in a way you really notice the improvement quite quickly in yeah. some ways. I find with work, like working out, 
with weights and stuff, I, when I suddenly notice is it is when I'm like, will suddenly go to walk up the stairs mm. and I'll just run up the stairs. Yeah. Or you go and pick something up, you're like, oh, you know, you feel it in your shoulders, you feel yeah. like a bit, ah, oh, a yeah. bit more strong. But with yoga, it's in the class, I think you almost notice it more. You're like, oh, I can do this now. I can, yeah. I'm not panicking. And you, you feel like you, you may not have lost weight, but you walk out at 10 kilos lighter. Yeah. Yeah. I think that too, because you're going upside down a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're turning your spine, you're releasing it many tight spots, you're releasing your glutes, releasing it, feeling, feeling free in your body. Like, I know it sounds, you know, you know, you just like, you feel like, you're, like you can just do a body pop. That's how I feel like, like energy just going from my body. Yeah. yeah, so you're not getting blocked and not getting, prevents, because I see that people like Andy Murray, the tennis player and stuff, they do yoga, helps prevent injury too, would you say, for doing sport? Massively. Like, it baffles me how footballers on, 80k a week, 90k a week are getting hamstring injuries. It completely baffles me. And I'm like, the science is there. That's interesting, yeah. You're getting paid all this money and getting a hamstring injury. Oh, yeah. Like. They shouldn't. shouldn't. So if they were doing yoga and stuff like that, or Pilates and stuff. Pilates, yeah. yoga, lengthening those muscles, stretching yeah. it out, like actually paying attention to their craft a bit more. Those ha- hamstring injuries should be the least of your problems. Yeah. I think it's good um, as well for men. Because I, I noticed that with like girls, it's like all girls go and do yoga, Pilates, and men, it's like, no, men don't do that, men go and do gym stuff. Mm. So it's great that you're saying as a, you know, fit guy, like, mm. no, you need it, you yeah, need yeah. it, and it works well. Mm. Definitely works well. And you get girls. And, and you get girls <laughs> if you're single and not gay, so you can get girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's favour on you. It's favour, yeah, it's <laughs> loads of benefits of yoga. Yeah. And so talking about yoga, so Wonderlust. 31st of July, it's all on, it's all happening. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, the funny thing about that, literally, wasn't for yoga, I would not have got Wanderlust. Yeah. Because I met Kelly Isaac in um, yoga. She runs your gangster. And she draw to me, she, she, she knew whether, she knew her, her market, and she knew by having me there was great. So Kelly Isaac introduced me to Wanderlust. Yeah. Three, four years ago, and I taught a class there, a small class. I said to myself, I won't teach a class yet unless I'm on the main stage. There you go. And there you go. So they're doing now, it's the mindful triathlon, right? So before you used to do a 5k run and mm. then the yoga and the meditation, apart from all the other brilliant stuff. Mm. But I've never, I, I don't mind running. I'm not massively into running. Mm. So the idea that you're going to do a workout with you mm. and you put your mat down so it's in one place, you don't have to worry about where you're going. Mm. It's fab, right? What, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. What, what, do you, what, what should we expect from you then? Do you know what? <laughs> It's weird because my biggest audience to date, and when you, when you teach a class, like I've taught many classes, and people just stare at you for the first two minutes, and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> like, what it, do they want to be here? Do they, are they going to leave? And all those emotions go through your head for the first two minutes, and then you, you're, you're, you're training them for the first five minutes, and they show no emotions. So you make it harder. You think I'm cool, you think they want it harder. And they start, then I start showing emotions, then you relax, then you start teaching the class normally. I guess everybody, it's going to be so brilliant to be actually out at, at a big event. Yeah. You know, because we, we haven't been, we haven't done stuff like that. And it's funny because I think some people are a bit scared of going out now. Yeah. But actually, something like that, when you're out in the park, you've got nature, it's all outside, yeah. it's great, it's going to be great. The ones who are scared have cats. Yeah. <laughs> You are people are scared to have cats. But the ones who are scared will have cats at the house. <laughs> <laughs> you think cat people are scary, yeah. 
But uh, I like, also I quite like, because obviously, I mean, I, I like going to, I've been to a few parties and whatever yeah. recently, which has been great, but it's quite nice to go to an, a, a social event where it's not about boozing and drinking. Yeah. That, you know, and you can still have a really nice time and mm. see people and it's still a bit nervous when you go in, you're like, oh, there's going to be loads of people there. Yeah. But then you don't kind of just sink a few vodkas and wake up for any bit shit. You're going to feel great afterwards. Feel great after, then after that. Those are the days where I say, you know what, it's weird because the days you should, you should eat, you should eat shit. And that makes sense because you just want to enjoy your, you just want to enjoy your day for what it is and just take it all in. And rather than restrict yourself to eating healthy because you've just done a fab class, just enjoy the whole day for what it is. Yeah. And yeah. don't try and make it what it's, what it's not. Because they've got great um, food bars and yeah. they've got a cool bar. They've got a Nolo bar which does all the seed lip spirits you know like the non-alcoholic cocktails yeah. um that i really want to get actually because i think that's the thing it's it's nice to have a drink but you don't it's not always about having alcohol is it so yeah. if you listen to me i sound like i'm not i don't even drink that much but i i, I think it's a, it's just nice that it's an event where drinking isn't the main focus yeah you know it's going to be brilliant uh, so that's good that's going to be great i'm looking forward to that I have to get myself a mat near the front so I can be waving and shouting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nerve-wracking time. To be fair, I don't get nervous to teach class because I'll never, ever be in a situation where the hardest classes to teach are Zooms or lives, Instagram lives, by, yeah. by far, massively. Like, because you have to speak to a camera or your phone and get no response. And that, and that is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, of course. But when you got a class giving you a response, after five minutes, that, that, like, the class that I would have made easy would probably be ten times harder because of the energy. Yeah, because, of course, on the Zoom, we can hear you, but you can't hear anybody back. So that's so weird, isn't it? Zoom Zoom is fine, because at least I can see you. Instagram Live is the worst. The worst is the number. Nothing else. Yeah. And, And comments. And I'm like, well, how can you comment if you're working out? So this, so, so, so I just, I discredit you. So I'm like, so I can't, I can't even see anyone. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. yeah. And do you think you'll go, how often, like with, with everything, there's a lot of online content and free classes online and people, I know you posted about that as well. Mm. Another one of your hilarious <laughs> videos about people wanting it all for free. Yeah. And it's, you can't sustain a life where you're giving everything. Obviously it was great to do it in a lockdown yeah. and people having it struggling, but is that something that you think will always be part of your work now? Giving out free content? No. Or Definitely not. No. Because one thing I I, I did over lockdown was just try to get more attraction to my to my Instagram, and that's a reason why I was doing free free yeah. work. And now that's over, I, I won't give up free work unless there's a certain benefit to it. And the reason and the main reason why I don't I would tell no trainers to give anything away for free is because every single person who watches your stuff has a job. And if they, but their boss told them today to go and work for free, they would say absolutely not. Yeah. Yes, you may have to do stuff which for free, mm. which can benefit you in the long run. But yeah. understand, don't give away free stuff for yeah. nothing. Because it's not a good exchange of energy, really, is it? It's not good because yeah. If you pay me a thousand pounds for a class, the energy I put into that class will be amazing. If I'm doing it for free. Yeah. Then you'll be okay. It might dip. I might live in motion. I, I, I might go in my head. Then I pay me anyway. But no, I just get on I know. Camera. It's true. Like unless you're doing something for a charity or something like yeah. that, where you feel what you're giving is of massive value. Yeah. Then and then you feel really good about it, right? I'm yeah. sure you would. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Even, and maybe will people will go away from doing that now. Yeah, even even charity work, like even charities, I think some a lot of charities take advantage of people massively. I've had so many offers to run the marathon for this charity and that charity, and the person says to me, do this for free. I'm like, no, because you're emailing me and getting paid, and you want me to do something free for you. Yeah. So I had my PR, I tell us to stop all this now because at the beginning, you used to do everything for free. Go here, go here, do, do this for that charity. But the person who's emailing me is yeah. getting paid to email yeah. me to, to do some free work. Yeah. So why should I pay to do it for free? I mean, I, I, it's interesting that you say, like, in the beginning, to, to get a big following and to get to get a bigger audience, yeah. you might have, as a young trainer, you might have to do that for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then you get to the point where you're like... No. You, you get to the point of, like, like financially... I always want more, I want everything bigger, everything bigger, but I've achieved everything I wanted to achieve from, from, from as a child financially. Have you? That's brilliant. Yeah, because, yeah, so, and where I am today is a, everything after this is a plus. That's so nice, yeah. Mm. How far you can enjoy it. Yeah. You can never enjoy it because you always have a bunch of things originally you with bigger, with nice pools and yeah. nice big houses to be cool. That's what I need to get next, yeah. Yeah, it's good to have some goals, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so if we want to find you, would you, people, you've got a great website. Yeah, so it's, Everything's the same, pmatfitness.com on everything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm one of those guys where if something new comes out, I literally go and register my name on that. Yeah. Side. So even if I don't use it, I just do it. And do you make your videos yourself? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. And do you edit them as well? Everything myself. That's so brilliant. Everything. So this is my, this is my studio. I have my green screen there. Yeah. My camera there. That's my, I've got some stuff under the, under the chair. Do you know what? I learned over lockdown. Did you? Brilliant. Because I said... Everything, one day I will um, give someone else to do, but I've always known that if I have people working for me, I know your job. Yeah. So if you tell me something, I bet, nah. Yeah. Nah. Because yeah. I realise, and you watch a lot of programmes where their accountant robs the client for so much money. So often, right? And you're like, or the, or the person says, yeah, do you know what, I've done this editing for four hours, so you have this much money. I'm like, no. I know the job, yeah. and I know how long it takes me to edit. So those videos where you see me between two people take half an hour to edit. Yeah. The, the workout videos take an hour to edit, but I know. So when I do one day give it to someone else, you can't. Yeah. Be lazy. Yeah. I know the job. I've done the job already. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Oh, well yeah. done. Yeah. Well, that's and it's funny. It feels like that these days. You kind of have to be good at everything now when you're starting out, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> or not, and you're not even starting out. But yeah, yeah. you know, when you work, when you a lot of people have set up businesses in the lockdown, and mm. we'll be finding that that they're having to do. Yeah. So that's a good way to look at it as well. Like yeah. instead of moaning about the fact you've got to do all these different jobs, think well, when I pay someone next, yeah. I'll know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. So you you got a massive insight to what they're doing because a lot of people are lazy. And they'll do the bare minimum just to get paid. Let's be honest, unless it's their business, they don't really care about it. Yeah, so you need to know, yeah. Unless their business don't care about two things, unless, unless their business they don't care about it, or if you're paying them enough, they care about it. Yeah. So they're, they're thinking that, so yeah, they're the things that people are like, you've got to pay enough to the person. If not, they don't care about it. And never hire someone base if you negotiate their rates. I've learned that bad. So say that again. So yeah. don't hire someone and then negotiate their rate. Take yeah. their rate, whatever they say they want. Take their rate. Yeah. Take their rate. If it's within reason, because if you negotiate their rate, what will happen is those in their head of black year, but they don't pay minimum wage. They do less of a job. And actually, how much energy you could put into an hour 
can can be so different, right? Whether you if you're into it or not, or yeah. you're trying. Yeah, like, like we get three hours work and an hour done, right? Like I'm I'm from a wonderless acceptance thing after this, and I'm tired. And I realized that do you know what? I'm gonna wait till tomorrow to do it. And I thought, do you know what? The workout's called acceptance. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go in there and talk to the ladies, and I'm tired. But you gotta have to accept that this is how I am right now. Not every single day you're going to be. Top yeah. four, so that's why. Um, just about understanding that some 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 energy it you need like today I'm tired and I and I need that energy to do this workout to yeah. show that you can be tired to do a workout. Yeah. Some energy you don't need where someone just can't bother doing anything. Yeah, so work with it, but yeah. don't use it as an excuse not to do anything. Yeah, we're so good at making excuses, yeah. aren't we? No, it, our, <laughs> our, our body will always try no matter what we do in life and go for the easier route. Yeah. Even when you get out of bed, from as soon as you get out of bed, the body will try to go down five to five minutes, another ten minutes, blah blah. It's always trying to find a way to do an easy route. And you may say, Yeah, I always do a hard route but within reason that like, you might put sugar in your tea, but because sugar is literally in on, on top floor, yeah. you just have the normal tea. Yeah. Because the body wants the easy way out. Yeah. That's interesting because so in, it's it's almost like your innate nature to conserve energy in case you get attacked by a lion yeah. or eaten by a shark or you know like it's an old um, it's from an old system isn't it That so you have to to push yourself you have to work against our in, old instincts in a way yeah definitely just understand that our body like, will always try and find a way, easy way out yeah so don't be lazy don't be lazy <laughs> don't, yeah, write it down don't be lazy don't be lazy don't be lazy yeah, yeah. well you feel so good afterwards so yeah, yeah. You, feel, you feel brilliant after like the reason why I'm tired because I've worked out two times already today so have got, you you've done two different workouts two yeah, different so, gyms so, so I've got to do another workout I'm like oh, okay, yeah. okay God, I know I'm going to feel you got to dig deep got to dig deep <laughs> and speak slow and calmly Assertive. <laughs> I, I would offer to do it with you, but I've already been to the gym today, so there we go, come on, off the hook. Yeah. One today is good for me. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. And um, Wanderlust, anybody wants to get a ticket to Wanderlust, we've got a 15% off, so you just have to put in WLUK Tilly at Home with on Wanderlust. So the website is www.uk.wanderlust.events, but I'll put it all in the show notes anyway. So. Yeah, we'll see you there. I think it's going to be busy. There's going to be, well, I mean, they've got enough for 4,000 people, so it yeah. won't be that busy. There'll be lots of space, but I reckon yeah. people will come out and have a good time. Yeah, so. you can't do restrictions after allowing 60,000 fans into Wembley. No. Yeah. It's bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. I know. You can't, you've got to like, stand enough there. Yeah, no, we'll be, we'll be marching on the streets, <laughs> won't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. nice to meet you. so much for listening to this episode please take a moment to rate or review the show and also share it with anyone that you think might enjoy it you can follow me on instagram at tilly at home with or email me tilly at home with at gmail.com